And I'm Shell. And, and this, this is, is the Pineapple, Pineapple Podcast. Podcast. We own a women's only gym in Newcastle, Australia. We exist to create communities that foster a deep sense of belonging and self-worth. We have combos and aha moments with women all the time. The Pineapple Podcast is a place where we can take those conversations further and invite you all into our sacred space with a huge dose of fun, vulnerability and laughs. Hello and welcome back to the next episode of the Pineapple Podcast. Yeah. How are you, Shell? I am really, really great, Britt. Really, oh. really good. How are you? I'm good. How was your weekend? Had a great weekend. How good was the weather? Oh, so good. Yeah, here in Newey, we had two um, amazing days of weather, like swim, warm. beach, warm. But um, then today, Monday, there was a. Did you catch the like, really early morning? There was a beautiful, amazing pink sky no. for about twenty-seven seconds. Oh, really? And then it just grayed right over. Yeah, and not I, good. I love, I love sunshine. All days, but it feels nice to, you know, often you're like, oh, man, the weekend was miserable and now Monday is beautiful, but it was the opposite. It was. Uh, We went into the Newcastle Air Show. Did you see them over your house? You're pretty close to the town. Yeah, we did, but then we also went up for a swim at my mother-in-law's, which live up on the hill. So in Newcastle there's the hill, which is up a bit higher, and so the planes, you felt like you could touch some of them as they flew up there as you were swimming in the pool. I was thinking of you because I saw uh, you were there and... And it was literally above your where your mother-in-law lives. Oh, 100%. Like it was yeah. so close those to that house. Those ones that like fly straight up and then you're oh. like letting out those um, flares, flare things, yeah. and then they're just like straight down to the ground. There is no way you'd get me on a plane like that. No. Like well, I, I'm not like. interested. My husband Tim love would love it. I'm no. like no, thank you. No, I think I would enjoy going on that. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Oh, wow. Would you go to space if you had the opportunity? No. No, I'm not interested in space. Yes, no, me neither. But like <laughs> a plane like that with someone who wasn't the first time they'd flown a plane like Yeah. <laughs> do Definitely. you know, just to like bring it down a thousand pegs though, what I do think, not just this for the first time, but um, we have a bunch of refugees that live in Australia and I just think like that must be triggering. Oh, yeah. Because I, I imagine I've never been in a war zone, but... Like having those, like it feels like they're literally going to come it, and be like on you. It was like watching a war movie, like a Pearl Harbor. Yeah, like that's I, how loud it was. I just couldn't stop thinking that yeah. there must be a bunch of beautiful humans who live in our city that this actually isn't just like blowing my mind. Like, you know, yeah. it's actually terrifying. I so, was thinking that too. And I was also thinking that isn't this lucky that we are here demonstrating yeah. what we can do, not having to actually do it. Like, isn't that a grateful? It's, it's so, there's so many things that, you know, we can't, there's not, there's nothing that we've done to be born into a country no. where we don't have to have a whole lot of other things that we need to deal with. But I think what can we do is be really grateful and have our eyes open yeah. so that we do know what's going on in the world, even though feel largely helpless and it's a bit mm. like a, yeah my yeah, that, I'm not gonna that's a whole other podcast yes um but yeah just to be really really grateful and mm. our lives are still our lives and mm. we're about to go into our highs and lows absolutely we've have we, and we have mentioned a few times before that like just be grateful that our lows are pretty vanilla yeah they oh, are oh, and then I feel bad saying that because that's not everyone's experience and your truth is your truth and yeah and, and people still deal with hideous stuff I am absolutely I think I've made my point. I'm just gonna not to say anyway, but well, yeah, for sure. Book bookending that, and it's not to diminish that at all. Absolutely. However, pressing well, on. High of the week. 
or low of the week? Because Let's start with low okay. and end on high. Okay. Um, I guess I actually struggled to find a low of the week. I guess my highs and lows often have to do with my kids and yeah. they are related. So my low of the week would be I've actually, this is the longest I've ever been away yeah. from Bonnie. And um, whilst I'd not, like the first couple of days, because she was overseas in another country as well, I just had this uneasy feeling yeah. in my tummy, but it wasn't, there was no basis for it other than I think it's just the newness of that. So, um, yeah, and I'm now missing, she's her, back. missing her a lot. So, yeah. Yeah. Nearly back though, tomorrow. Just Well, yeah, don't fast forward because that might be my high. Oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. What's your low? So, again, vanilla, trivial. My dog, who, you know, is the love of my life, love him so much, <laughs> has just turned seven and turned into a grumpy old man. <laughs> I do not know what is going on, but he walks around the house and goes, at nothing he is like one of those cranky old men that you see in the shops that are just hating their life do you know i'll swap you would you i will take your grumpy old carter and i'll trade you a patty I, Tim and I are like, what is wrong with this dog? Like we've checked him for ticks. We've made sure he's not in any pain. He's just become well, a grumpy old man. What is he? Seven sevens, 49. 49. Like he's got the 50-year-old grumps. <laughs> is I, that a thing? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> You're a Kelpie dog that has got the best life the best, in the world. The best life. And... I can't fix it for you. No. Anyway, that's my low, which is also funny. But mm. well, uh, <laughs> what's your high? So that bond's coming back. So she um, is back in the country, and we'll be back uh, in under my roof um, on Tuesday. So Woo-hoo! one more sleep. It's Monday here as we're recording this. And so, um, just in case you don't know, I just assume everyone knows, Bond is. Um, my eldest daughter, she's 11. So it's, yeah, pretty, pretty big deal here, but she's had a fabulous time. And um, I've also had a really nice time with Dot. Mm. Although we spend heaps of time together because Bond's at school or whatever, um, it's, yeah, I don't know, it's just been extra special to have yeah. a few little pockets of time. that One-on-one. Yeah, for, nice. for Dottie. So, but do you know what's so cute? Dottie's like, Mum, my life is boring without my sister. Oh, I just... And then I'm like, oh, you miss, do you miss her? She's like, yeah, I really miss her. I'm like, what do you miss most? She's like, oh, her beautiful feet. I'm like, what? She, she, Dot thinks she's a comedian, so she was trying to be funny. Right. But I'm like, you are so weird. Bit of a foot fetish. <laughs> Sometimes she's like, her diamond sparkling eyes. Oh, wow. <laughs> like, right, oh, mate. What a crack up. Yeah. Uh, my high has to be my kitchen getting installed. Yeah. This week, it is like the night before Christmas. I am so excited. And it has just reminded me how much I love cooking, how that's the purest form of self-care, isn't it? Cooking yourself a beautiful meal. And I'm so excited to fill the fridge with some gorgeous veg and get into cooking. And also, my other high is the last episode we did with Tracy has just been playing my mind the last two weeks about the looking for glimmers rather than focusing on, you know, the hard stuff. And I've just been really mindful of, you know, tapping in a beautiful sunrise or mm. a moment of your life that you're like, oh, I've been wanting this, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, yeah, that's just a really good mindful practice as we go into this busy season as we're about to talk about. Do you know what um, has been playing in my mind since we recorded that podcast with Trace is what you've just said but also then and how can I offer that or spark that in others as well? Like, yeah. So not just looking at the beautiful sunrise but 
like even saying to a random passerby, like, how amazing is the sunrise? Yes. Just, just things like that. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good, absolutely. Good episode. If you haven't listened to it already, uh, make sure you check it out. It is uh, uh, always good gear with Trace. It's a gem. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, on to today's episode. So as this drops, we will be getting really into the silly season. So Christmas here, um, lots of parties, lots of events. You know, people have a very, you know, a lot on their plate as, as we get closer to December. And this episode is all about simple changes you can make to not go crazy mentally um, and also keep your body composition or maintain your body composition um, if that is something that is important to you. And I think also body composition, so yeah, thinking how it looks, but also just maintaining the fitness that you have yeah. built um, over the year and strength. So that's kind of what we're talking about when we're like maintaining, like mm. it's maintaining all of those things. Absolutely. And as always, Pineapple is all about how you feel, um, how you feel when you wake up in your body, how you feel when you go to bed in your body is the most important thing to us and that everything that we do is about trying to help you come up with ways to make you feel your best and therefore live your best life. So before we get into these strategies, we are going to chat quickly about what is Pineapple's philosophy. So we have, Shell and I have put together seven pineapple principles that we you know, advocate and we live by and we recommend to all of our beautiful members. The title is actually Seven Principles to Transform Your Life and Make You Feel Damn Fine. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little cringy, but we liked it when we titled it that. <laughs> Absolutely. And everything is on the table when it comes to pineapple. Um, you know, we recommend not restricting anything. If we tell you that you can't have cupcakes, the first thing that's going to pop into your mind Very is likely. going down to a cupcake shop and grabbing one. So, <laughs> or 10. Or 10. <laughs> so flexible dieting means nothing's off the table, all foods are on the table, but the percentage in which you choose to have really nutritious food and food that is, you know, more fun does really matter. So the, uh, I think it's just worth saying here too, like food is just food. We don't yeah. talk about good food and bad no. food. There's just more nutritious and less nutritious choices. Absolutely. And the principle that we live by majority of the year is that 80-20 mark. So 80% focusing on whole foods, vegetables, protein, eggs, foods that really make you tick and they're often found in the markets or around the outside of the shopping centre, not shopping centre, supermarket. Um, And then, you know, that 20% is your cocktails, your cake, your Christmas foods, whatever it is that you really enjoy. And keeping that to that, you know, 20% bracket is what's going to help you feel like you can thrive in life. Yeah, absolutely. Um, So and I just think breaking it down, like mm. if we think about there's 21 meals, if you go breakfast, lunch and dinner. Yep, three meals per day. Um, so if you're breaking that down, like what's like 20% of that is like three meals. Yeah, three to four meals. Three to four meals, um, absolutely. So that's just uh, I'm a visual person and just like to think about it like that. So if you're thinking about your week like there, mm. that's how you'd be. Um, breaking it down that way. And you also need to be mindful to not let that 20% blow out because like, yeah, we say three to four meals, but what else What else do we have with meals at parties? Alcohol. And uh, like, does the blowout start? Like if it, breakfast, it's like, well, breakfast, uh, until I start lunch, 
Yeah. <laughs> like, am I eating for a five-hour window here? Which, I, you know. Yeah. So there, it's it's about being sensible about that as well. And, and mindfulness. Like, I think bringing mindfulness to your diet rather than just going through the motions. What I've been saying in classes to members is make your Monday to Friday really tight. Like, keep yeah. that three meals, nourishment, and then what you do on the weekends, you know, you're not going to go out for, a, uh, you're not going to have a breakfast party, or well, maybe you might, but like majority of the time you get up, you can have a um, good protein meal for brekkie and then, you know, the nights, go have fun. But yeah. keep that Monday to Friday nice and tight is what we've been saying in a way to hit that 80-20. Yeah, and as we um, go on with the podcast here, we'll give you some tips on like how to break down some, some of those nights, et cetera. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, it's – and. We're going to talk like, so we don't talk about like calories and counting no. calories, but one of, it is important, like calories is just how you measure the fuel that you put into your body. And it's also how you measure the fuel that your body puts out. Mm. And so, um, like I am aware of the calor caloric intake of my food. Mm. I don't sit there and um, enter it into an app or count it out. However, I have done it in the past, not to, um, you know, just to have an idea. So I knew, knew what I was doing. A lot of the times actually when, because, you know, what we advocate for, right, is not to do that, but it's to, we use our hand. Yeah. So protein, the size and thickness of your palm and your hand is relevant to each individual. So size and thickness of your palm, then you've got, um, so that's your, your protein, then your carbs, um, like complex carbs, have them like either a fist or half a fist size full. And then you want to fill your plate with colorful fruit and veg. And then adding in healthy fats can be between one and three kind of fingers mm. um, to add into your plate there. And it's interesting, like, so I'll go back and when you put that into a calculator, it's pretty bang on yeah. for what you uh, need, need to be consuming. And all of those, mac so they're called macros, protein, fat, carbs, your body needs those things to function really, really well. And mm. having... The other thing I would say, like having good quality food mm. um, is really important yeah. as well. So choose, and it's good, better, best. Like I'm not going to, like what we said before, everything's on the table. I'm not advocating for one particular thing, but just thinking about, you know, eating in line with your values. So for me, that looks like making sure that the, the meat that we consume is ethically farmed. Um, I do eat organic where possible. There's the dirty dozen and the clean 15. Mm. Um, but that's not a strict hard and fast rule because getting veggies in, for the most part, is more important than living. Uh, <laughs> previous Shelley has been <laughs> different to this, but I'm very much enjoying um, yeah. this before. So, and and really thinking like fats aren't like, <laughs> you know, my chips are deep fried. So there's my three fingers. Of yeah. Fat. So really. Um, I was just going to say that a lot of people may not know protein, oh, carbs yeah. Yeah, and yeah. fats. So when we say protein, what we're talking about there is um a meat sauce, a um, fish sauce. Um, a it's sauce as in S-O-U-R-C-E, yes. not, not sauce that not you sauce put on, on top. <laughs> um, so, you know, like chicken, fish, uh, steak, um, tofu, legumes have got protein sauce yep. in them. Um, and Eggs, then, dairy. Yeah, and then when we're talking about carbohydrates, we're talking about you know, there's many different types of carbohydrates, but the ones that we recommend are like your brown rice, your sweet potato. So they're, they're complex carbs and why we would advocate more for like the whole grain or, you know, what Britt was just saying there, like potato, sweet potato, all that is it, it just, your body has to work harder to break them down. Mm. And 
I really want to nerd out here, but just to give you the, the right amount of information. No, nerd out. Go for it. <laughs> we'll be here for like four hours. Um, so a carbohydrate is is a sugar, so it breaks down and it's sugar in the body. So even sugar is a carbohydrate, mm-hmm. right? So like that's but, – but when you think about a refined sugar, you eat that and it's like straight into your body. There's no breaking down. The breaking down has all been done by the processing that's happened, you know, before it hits your body. Yeah. So – that is the thing. And when we're talking about fuel that the body expends and uses, your body working to break down a food is part of the fuel that it uses. And so there's, um, yeah, mm. it's just, it, that's one of one of the reasons why it's important, but that there's other benefits internally in the body for having to break it down and utilize yeah. it and you get the, the right amount rather than, than too much. Yeah. And then fats. Fats. So again, many different types of fats. Um, we're looking for a you know healthy fat, as people tag, and what they are uh, is avocado, nuts like a nut, um, butter, and oil like a coconut oil. Um, Olive oil is yeah. like incredible and amazing. And a note on fats is uh, just making sure that when you're cooking, you're cooking with a stable fat. So. Mm. Um, like I, what might be useful is I can post some links in the show notes yeah. just to delve a bit deeper on. Because visually, this is heaps easier to kind of absolutely. comprehend. And I find ab- absolutely, and it is quite simple just knowing how to navigate that. But fats can be damaged, mm. um, eat, like by heat is usually how they're damaged, and so there's better fats to cook with because they are actually stable at a higher heat. Mm-hmm. And then there's other fats that are just really, really great um, for you to have at like room temperature or um, it, anyway. I'll, I'll post some of those there for you as well. But there are your three. I reckon it's worth probably just breaking down why protein and why we say protein is king, I yeah. guess, or queen. Uh, queen. Queen. Um, absolutely. So protein, first and foremost, if you were to eat uh, a steak versus that amount of bread, you are not going to stay full for as long as you would eat that steak. So it is, you know, obviously feeling, feel it being full is really yep. good to help you eat less, therefore you consume less, therefore you're maintaining body composition. Um, The muscle preservation that protein aids in is really important and the more muscle that we have on our body, obviously um, it makes us feel toned and strong and and makes us be able to do our everyday things better. But from a body composition point of view, the more muscle that we have on our body, the more calories our bodies do use just to doing everyday things. Just to cut those muscles around. Exactly, that's it. And then you want to chat about the thermogenic? Well, yeah, so we kind of touched yeah. on that before. So in a similar way to when we talk about a more complex carb, um, the body actually has to work hard to break down protein. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, different for specific types of protein, but the thermogenic effect of food is like how hard is the body actually working to get access to that food and break it down and, and use it in the body. So again, protein, a lot of protein sources, not all, but a lot of protein sources, the body's, you know, Working using harder. energy to actually get access to that food and break it down. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, use it in lots of different um, processes in the body. And there was actually a study done um, where they had two groups consume 2,000 calories over eight weeks and one group had 2,000 calories but low protein, other group had 2,000 calories but higher protein and over the eight weeks the group that did have the higher protein diet definitely lost more weight, uh, lost more fat. Okay? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so therefore their body composition changed differently to the group that just had the same More amount of food. Protein. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so so all, like, there's often a big debate about like 
like a calorie is a calorie and that is mm. true. However, the volumes at which you consume them, like, you know, a unit of energy is the measurement of it, but it does how the body can utilize the things that you put into it. It's not, it's not just as simple as that. Yeah. So we're not going to sit here and chat about calories for the next half an hour. Or even just nutrition, but yes. Yeah, we are not, um, you know, calorie counters in in the gym itself. We, uh, like I said, use the ham method. We uh, know how much we are consuming, um, but we don't stress about it. We don't sit around and, you know, count them and don't eat something if we know it's going to go over our daily calorie. That's not the way pineapple operates. And just on body composition, you are perfect just the way you are. Everyone that's listening to this podcast is, you know, just perfect here on this earth. Human being, you're amazing. Yeah. And yeah. so we're not here to say that you need to change the way you look. Um, you know, we're all about making women feel the best that they can and changing your body. If you want to change the way you look, that's up to you. You know, you have every right in the world to do that. But we want to make sure that we're not coming across in a way that's telling people they're not perfect the way they are. That's right. Your worth and your loveliness exist because you're, you know, breathing the air as you're, however you're listening to us right now. And that's something that I feel very passionate and strongly about because it's a, a very personal journey mm. of mine and a path that I still continue to walk. And so not only do we advocate feeling your best, like how do you actually feel, but it's how do you feel about yourself as well. So, mm. um, yeah, just really, yeah, your worth and your loveliness exist no matter what. You can have goals and we'll celebrate like crazy with you when you achieve them. Send me a text if I don't actually know you and I'll celebrate with you. But, yeah, just really, really bring home that point of your your worth does not depend on any of the stuff that we're talking about right now. Absolutely. All righty. So let's get into it. We're right. in mid, you know, well, early December, yep. heavy into Christmas mode. We're going to have parties. We're going to have things happen midweek. We're going to have kids' um, school celebrations. We're going to have things that are pulling us out of our usual routine. And that's okay. Not every season is going to be perfect and not every season needs to be perfect in order to feel our best. What even is perfect? Exactly. Yes. That's it. There's no such thing as perfect. But some simple changes and strategies that you can make for your mental health and your physical health um, are what we're going to go into next. And we're going to start with eating out. Okay. So that is something that happens a lot over this next period, whether it's going to a party or going out for dinner. And one of my biggest tips of eating out is to have a look at the menu ahead of time. I'm, you know, do that anyway, because I'm a foodie and I like to know, have a sticky beak. Um, But it helps you to be able to get there and know what is going to be the best option for you um, to wake up and feel the best the next morning as well. Yep, absolutely. I um, am not a menu checker, but I do use that (laughs) method like for when I'm, for a purpose. I'm not just like Britain, like she can recite the menu to you before you sit down because she's checked it out. (laughs) Yes. Um, And I think it's, yeah, so so you you just have, I guess it brings a mindfulness around it as well. Mm. You are being mindful about what you're doing rather than you've got, you've had a few drinks, you sit down for dinner and you're like, yeah, you know, like you just can, yeah. And, and that includes mindfully making a choice going, I'm going to have, it's not just going, what what is the healthiest mm. thing on this menu? It's just being really mindful about what you're choosing. And you know, other times that you go out, it's a canapé-style function. You're, um, you know, going to be up and chatting to people and they bring around the canapés and a lot of the time they are not feeling. Like, yeah, let's be honest. And they not Most of the time they don't even taste that great. Well, <laughs> depends, on, depends <laughs> on where you are. And you've got to think, like, the, 
hopefully most venues who are preparing foods, you know, for that finger food kind of stuff, their biggest aim is not to try and deliver you the best, like the most nutritious or the macros in the right portions. They're wanting to um, give you something that tastes yummy and you eat more of and, yeah, have a party. So, yeah. What you, I just interrupted you. What's your tip around that? So when it comes to, you know, if you know it's going to be a cocktail function, you're going to be having canapes, I like to have a small meal or a snack um, that's high in protein prior to going out while I'm getting ready. And that might be, you know, some carrot sticks and hummus or um, a small you know, protein smoothie or something like that. Yep. That's even just some... Um, you know, chicken or some meat that's been cooked and left in the fridge for the week. Yeah, because I know that's going to sit in my stomach, fill me up, decrease that appetite because when those, you know, crispy spring rolls come around, they smell amazing. You just want to grab them. They're Moorish. And that's, you know, that's okay. Have a couple. But if you haven't got anything in your belly to sustain you going into that evening, you're just going to want to eat a whole plate of them because they are not a meal. Like Yeah, absolutely. And, um, yeah, I think uh, what I have and I find it easy too is we always have boiled eggs just yeah. in the fridge. They have some boiled eggs on a bit of toast or something and gevity mayo mm. on the top. Just something so that you feel like you've eaten something yeah. um, beforehand because often the canapes take a while to come out as well. Yeah. So you are feeling hungry and then you've already had some booze and booze going on an empty stomach. It just yeah. like, you know, just all bets are off much quicker. Exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. It's better for the hangover too. <laughs> so that leads us into alcohol. So you're at these parties. Obviously we you know love having a lot of us have love having a drink um, and there are different alcohols which are better for us and um, have a lower calorie count. To them. Yeah, I guess okay. when we are talking about this, it's like healthy, you know, uh, there's what's a healthy amount of alcohol. Yeah. So we're not going to go down that path. But when you're choosing alcohol, what are ones that have, I guess, the less, the, the least impact on your body and mm. yeah, I guess do have a lower caloric intake? So, um, uh, like clear spirits. Tequila particularly mm. is at the top of this list. Um, clear spirits and have it without sugary um, mixes. mixes. Yeah. So uh, the Margie mix that we have is sweetened with agave, so it still is mm. sweet, but if you have the Azteca Margie mix, there are a bunch of different mixes out there. So you want to just have a look at what you're adding to your alcohol. So yeah. starting with a base of clear spirits, like, some spirits, if you have them on ice and sip them, like good quality spirits, like it can be an acquired taste, but it slows down your consumption. It yeah. concentrates the consumption as well. But like I guess I really, a clear, good quality tequila on the rocks awesome. with a squeeze of fresh lime would probably be the king here. It would be. Why do I keep saying the king? The queen. The shots, queen. shots, 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 shots. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, but yeah, adding so my well, but what I do is not have tequila straight up. I'll have often I'll just have a vodka soda mm. with lime. It is it feels refreshing. I'm like basically I'm hydrating. Yeah, there's a vodka in it. Like, and I like to have an alcohol so that I can taste the alcohol mm. in it because not because I like love the taste of alcohol, but you know, so I've drunk cocktails before where it's just like knocking back kombucha. Yeah, it's pretty much orange juice. <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're like, whoa, you're not. Yeah, I agree. That you're actually having an alcoholic beverage. Yeah. Um, and oh, sorry, to come back to the, the hierarchy of. The best, yeah. So a clear spirit with a clear, actually that's, no, that's a lie. A, that's a, a lie. Because a tonic water 
yeah, you think is clear. Well, it is clear, yeah. but it has as much sugar as Coke. So a soda water um, is your best bet as you mix it. Tequila and, some and fresh soda lime. with fresh lime, vodka soda, fresh lime. Gin and soda, fresh lime. After that, though, uh, is champagne. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, who would have thought? Who would have thought? Exactly. And then red wine. Yep. And then white wine. Yep. And then kind of, you know. Your beers. And, and all mixes. Um, the seltzers, do I say that right? I never yes, say that that's right. right. Um, they would fall into the category of clear spill, yeah. like right up the top there. Yeah. Because what they're, they're mixed with. It's normally soda water and, you know, a flavour of some and type. And like a sweetener. They might have some stevia in it. So you do yeah. just want to check what's in them because they might sneak some other stuff in there. But you want to keep it like – it's a bit like when you're reading a food label, like, like less is more. Like yeah. you just need the, the alcohol, the soda and some lime. You yeah. Know, like, so if they're putting it in a bottle, just check that that's what they're only de- delivering to you as well. Absolutely. So the other part is how much you're drinking. And we are not your bum. We yeah, are not, not the police. No, we. you do whatever you want to do. It's your life. Um, but one thing that we have come to learn in the past year, <laughs> let's take in shell 42 so years. I'm 42, Brit's 31, and I feel like she's matured at a like, two-to-one rate to me. <laughs> um, I get dragged. I get dragged. <laughs> Yeah. By my the scruff of my neck into each level of maturity, whereas Brit just like dances on gracefully. Oh, I don't know about that. Um, is that it's, you know, binge drinking, we've all done it, we've all been there in our twenties. It was fun. Um and it definitely ends up being a bad hangover the next morning normally, unless you get out of it nicely. And as you get older, it gets harder. And also like you're like you're having fun at the time and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But then like the next morning I'm like I don't either A, you don't remember it, or B, it's just like you don't have that clarity and those moments of mm. pure fun in the moment, you don't remember as clear as if our strategy were about to impart with you. <laughs> <laughs> Is get to an event, get yourself a champagne, get yourself a you know gin and soda or vodka soda, and really savour that drink. It is Christmas time. You have made it to the end of the year. You have worked bloody hard in your training, in your home life, in your work life to get to the end of the year, and you deserve to enjoy yourself the way that you want to enjoy it. So sit there and savour that drink with your girlfriends, with your husband, with your friends, your colleagues, and... Just, you know, take in that moment rather than going, all right, get me in the door, throw down. Like where's drinks, the no- yeah. drinks, next one. Yeah, where's the next one? And next minute you're on the dance hall, next minute you're partying. Next, next minute, minute the night's over. Exactly. It, so it does. It goes so quick. So get that drink in your hands. You know, look out to the view. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy the conversation. Sip it slowly and then have a water and then... But and also in, like enjoy the buzz. Like this yeah. is something that like grown up me. Like I, in the past, I partied very hard. I was like you know literally mm. would turn up drunk. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but over the years, like you have that drink, savor it, and then if you do, just sit back and chill. Mm. You'll feel that nice warm glow and that buzz. That is to me. Maybe it's just because I'm like f- over forty now. It's much more enjoyable. Like and then you like. Yeah, you still, I, like I notice myself get a little bit more chatty and a little yeah. bit, you know, and then it just kind of like nice, and then you're like, oh, do I want another one? Yeah, no, maybe whatever yeah. that looks like. I'm like just LOLing hard right now because I can just see my like 25 year old self. Me going, too. Yeah, righto. Yeah, even like 
two years ago self would be like, come on, let's get those cocktails going and make sure they've got five shots in them each. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, yeah, I, I guess, you know, if this resonates with you and try it, if it's not something you've tried before, try it. But I also, you know... <laughs> Maybe when you're 40, listen to the podcast again and be like, yeah, that's it. what did those girls say back there? Well, um, I'm 30, one. That's and true, sorry. I am, but like I said, you'd mature at a rate of two to one. Absolutely. <laughs> but waking up the next morning and having an absolutely great night the night before, having some fun with your girlfriends or whoever it is and dancing, and then waking up and going, oh, my God, that was so fun. I remember it. And also now I can dance the night away. Uh, sorry, now I can <laughs> I've danced the night away. Now I can away. live the day away um, is such a better feeling. And I'm even lolling at myself saying that now because I could actually normally have 10 cocktails and wake up the next day and still live the day away. But <laughs> I feel like I'm having that same moment. Of, I remember one when I worked in insurance, I turned up to work one day and I guess some young kid that worked for us was like, how was your weekend? I'm like all of like maybe 28. And this other kid was like, how was your weekend? I was like, oh, it's so good. Great, we laid some turf and then we did this, had a few wines, and they just like glazed over looking at me. I was like, oh, sorry. Yeah. I was I had a great weekend. How was yours? Yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm in that next category about talking about turf, talking about mature drinking. Yeah. Um, but but honestly, it, what however you go about it, keep up your water consumption. Um, it is a like game changer. Like it's not going to stop the alcohol affecting you. It's just no. going to help your body process it better. Yeah, your liver has to work really, really hard at. It actually converts the alcohol into a form that it can excrete, basically. Yeah. Um and yeah, just supporting the liver and doing all all those other things. Uh, huge, huge, huge plug for Cavass. Oh yeah, uh, Jane Whole Food Family. You are a hangover lifesaver. Yeah. Um, yeah, Cavass, which is a fermented beetroot drink, which you can get um, a, a bunch of places locally here around Newcastle, like health food stores. You can get it from our gym, but Jane does also send it. Um, she even sends some overseas. But it is brimming, like it's fermented but brimming mm. with B vitamins. It's basically a natural Barocca. So that Pretty is something much. that is – I actually – advocate having it in your champagne or you can yeah, with it. Like, have a bit before you go out. Yeah. So it's got a, a whole host of, well, actually, I think we should do a segment on Cavass because it's got so many benefits for pre and post workout as well. But um, just making sure that, yeah, you are supporting your body and your liver, particularly around the amount of Foods yeah, that you are drinking. I um, didn't follow any of these strategies a few weekends ago that we're talking about now, and um, definitely had more than <laughs> we're having, which is fine. And then got up the next morning at five a.m. to do a wee, had some kvass, and went back to bed for a couple of hours. Woke up better. So there you go, Jane. Jane, Jane you are magician. a lifesaver. <laughs> um, our next point is actually on sleep. Actually, so, before we cut to sleep, yep. I'm just going to take the time now to talk about water, not just when you're drinking, but keep your water consumption mm. up. Um, make sure, well, not make sure, I suggest, as along with Stacey Sims and a bunch of other people way smarter than me, to put some salt in your water, um, put a little bit of maple syrup so you've got some salt and some glucose in there. It helps to really push the hydration into your cells rather than just like drinking water and weeing it out. Mm. Um, I've noticed a huge difference. I've been really doing that consistently for the past probably almost 12 months now, but at least six, I don't just wee. If I drink wow. heaps of water, I don't just wee. I am actually hydrating. So what so. is it? What's the... So a litre of water you want to put in, I use Celtic sea salt and I put in like a pinch. It's usually in rocks, so a pinch mm -hmm. and then like a quarter of a teaspoon of maple syrup. It, 
my girls, if they drink my water bottle, go, oh, you've got the pool water Including in me. <laughs> because yeah, every time I have a sip of your water. But you just get used to it. And when I know what it's doing, you know, you don't even yeah. um, notice it. So hi- hydration and, like, these tips don't just apply to the festive season. No. They are particularly good to double down on some parts of them. But, yeah, hydration and we're about to go to sleep. I would say they're my top two. Mm. Like if you can remain hydrated and get some quality yeah. sleep, your body is pretty capable of dealing with some other stresses that you might put on it. I agree. Alcohol, you know, foods, etc., whatever. So sleep. Sleep. So, uh, you know, obviously we're going out a bit more. We've been out late at night um, and our sleep is sometimes a little bit affected by this time of year. When it comes to your body composition, I would say that sleep is up there with... It is the most underrated, underutilised tool. To help yourself shift weight. Shift weight, but gains. Like when you want to build a strong body, increase your fitness, mm. um, change your body composition. Like if Hormone like, regulation. Like, like everything. If you want a human, like just even well, not mm. even exceptionally, sleep is important. And I'm just talking about prioritising sleep because I know like I've got kids who are not that old and have yeah. been through like not getting enough sleep and that looks different for everybody, but it's still prioritising sleep. So mm. I didn't do a great job of that when Bonnie was small. I was a bit better with Dottie. Um, but just getting into bed, like getting into bed at a reasonable hour, and that does mean sometimes not spending as much time with your partner. Like, yeah. I, you know, like, but but that's going to make you a better person. The next day. For the times when you can. Um, and so it does mean you got to, I feel like it's one thing you've got to be really committed at. You do. It is so easy to sneak out, like, out of control. Like, one minute you're sitting in the lounge and it's 8 o'clock, the next minute it's 10.30. Yeah. And you're still watching the same show or you're scrolling on your phone. And that's like, it's like the worst way to be awake when you've got that blue light yeah. constantly coming in. Which, which is how majority of us are awake overnight. 100%. Yeah. 100%. So, yeah, getting into bed at least eight hours before you need to get out and like prioritizing that as much as you can. Like mm. I know that if I'm going to a party and I'm like going to be out after eight thirty, which is my bedtime, <laughs> <laughs> old lady. Then, like that night, I'm not. And the thing is, I wake up early. It doesn't matter. Like I to get a sleep in, I have to go to bed earlier. Yeah. So just know that if I've got a lot on that week, then I've at least got like some pockets of mm. nights, pockets of nights, um, where I know that I can get into bed. Yeah, really I'm early. so protective of my weekday nights during this time of year, and I know that you know there's still things that. You may have to go to during the week, but I you may choose to go. May to. choose to go to. That's a good reframe uh, during the week. But if I, you know, can get four nights or even five nights, Sunday to Thursday night, looking after myself, having a really good meal, and going to bed at a reasonable hour, then I can weekend well. Yeah, and the week, like, let's just. I think most people are on board with this, but the weekend is Friday night and Saturday night. Like, yeah, Sunday night's a school night. It is. Like yeah. Sunday, Sunday night is a school night. It's the it, most schoolier night of the week. It's the most important night because that yeah. sets my tone for the week. Yes. If I, if I don't get enough sleep on a Monday night, yeah. I feel like I'm always playing catch-up even if I get yeah. so many sleep. So that is, yeah, how I get my catch-up sleep. Early nights, school nights, yeah. early nights, train yeah. next morning. And a cool, dark room. I, yes. Like that's, there's a lot of science coming out around that um, now, but I we have block-out curtains. I think I spoke about this the other week on a, on a podcast, but block-out curtains, like we live on a main street where there is like street lights. A, a pedestrian crossing at mm. a school, so it's like got prison break lights out the front, so we've really had to block it out. But cool, dark room. I have the fan on even in the middle of winter, just on low just to mm. circulate the air. And 
we have aircon in our room now, which we haven't always had, and I will put that on, like not on a freezing temperature, mm. but just to regulate that. The qu- like quality of sleep, this the feeling is is humongous. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's a bunch of different strategies. The other thing that really makes a difference is not watching a screen. Like, yeah, before you know, bed. Actually, yeah, and giving yourself just that downtime to, um, yeah, yeah. I um, not have that blue light input and then go to bed. I agree. <sighs> It's, it is hard. It is hard because you know, I, I don't know the term, but there's this term that I saw someone use and it's kind of like you're, it's the only time of day that you get to yourself. Once the kids have gone mm. to bed, the house is Quiet. semi-clean, yeah. um, <laughs> never clean, and um, the work is done and it's kind of like self-care revenge or something like that. Mm. It's like you're trying to get yourself you that, finally yeah, no, got that I, time I, to you. I think I heard it too, but it's like it's like I am prioritizing my self care, and this is the time that I'm carving out for yeah. myself to sit down with, like you know, get some silence, get some chill. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, that's good, but actually, where you're taking it from is is going to yeah, be detrimental. Yeah, absolutely. So prioritize sleep. And I know we obviously are not naturopaths or nutritionists, but so we we can't. Um, recommend exact supplementation for you but supplementation for that we find helps us over this part of the year and all year Mm -hmm. um is magnesium when it comes to sleep like i notice if i don't take my magnesium before bed my sleep quality changes drastically yeah i supplement magnesium in the morning and in the evening oh double yep um and my mum has been having trouble sleeping related to some different things but she's been having kava like it's prescribed for it like fiji mm. wow well like it's, it, she hasn't been importing it from fiji and having it but that's been really good for her so i'm just saying go and talk to like you know we've spoken about vitality or lighthouse both of those two locally over the in, counter yeah so here locally in newcastle mm. um or go and just speak to a health food store or find someone locally to you um and just ask them what are some of their remedies you can say like i heard on this podcast they were talking about carver like would that be appropriate for me yep. um and a lot of them have well, definitely Vitality and Lighthouse have naturopaths who are serving you over the counter so they can actually work with you on on those things. So. Yeah. Um, okay, next point is walking. So we're going in, away from a nutrition now into um, other lifestyle practices and walking is a fantastic way to use up the energy that you have consumed over the day, over the week. It's great for your mental health as well. It's mm-hmm. pretty much the only way that I feel like I start to process my life is by going for a walk without music, without anything you might eat. Again, if you haven't listened to the podcast with Trace, we do touch on that and talk about how it's not doesn't just feel like it's a good way to process. It is a way that the body helps to process by the left brain, right brain crossing yeah. over of walking and the absence of other input as you're doing it. Absolutely. And if you find that you know, during the week you have a desk job, you only get that 5,000 steps in and then you go on a holiday and all of a sudden you're doing 20,000 steps and your legs are aching and, you know, your feet are hurting. But I actually found, this is this is a true story, that when we were overseas in Europe, we were doing like 30,000 steps a day. Oh, my God. And I left that holiday, came back from that holiday, actually feeling better 
considering I was eating daily gelato, <laughs> pasta, pizza, everything. Yeah, there's stuff over there. I know, <laughs> I know. But the walking that much every day just made me feel so good and my legs felt so strong yeah. coming home no. from that holiday that 100%. the food didn't actually take its toll on me and that was me not holding back at all. Um, I did see your daily ice cream. <laughs> um, but absolutely, so we, one of the things that we talk about in, um, and it's not just us that talks about it, but NEAT, which is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. Mm. So it is the, ex, the, the energy expended whilst like not intentionally doing it, so not in a gym workout. And it's actually probably good to frame here, like the gym or boot camp, like whatever, wherever, however you train, is about getting your body strong. It's about learning like technique. It's about doing all those things. But it probably makes up... 10% of mm. your energy expenditure on the days that you do it. Whereas the, the rest of it is the stuff that you're doing. So that's why like the difference between 5,000 and 10,000 steps per day is really massive yeah. compared to um, what energy you're outputting um, in your daily life. Yeah. So, you know, I aim to get 12,000 steps a day. Um, when I coach, when I coach outdoors, I don't know, do, have yeah. you ever track it? I, I, it's like, like six, four, yeah, four, six thousand steps, depending on what we're doing. Um, anyway, so walking for so many reasons, and when you know that there is an excess, maybe you know you're living not eighty twenty, it might be more like seventy thirty. Um, just adding in walking, like mm. add it in anyway, but just you know really being intentional to make sure you're getting those steps in. It can just be a really good way, like you've just said before, to just counterbalance some of that. Well, just to use up some of that extra energy that you've been consuming. That's it. And we do a lot of shopping this time of year because presents, Christmas. Um, so park further away from the doors, do your um, shopping, you know, make it like a bit of a power walk rather than just a casual stroll. <laughs> plan your shopping like so you, you're shopping in one end of the shopping centre and then you go to the other shop. That's it. Because you've or got just so be, much time. Just be like me and you like forget stuff all the time. So you keep going go. back. Shop local on, you know, beautiful local streets, go to the markets, walk around the markets. Um, they, walking is just is fabulous. If you have a coffee, catch up with a girlfriend, grab a coffee, Grab go a for a walk with it in your hands along yeah. a beautiful beach or a lake wherever you live. Um, so, yeah, we love walking. We're a big, big advocate of walking, which feeds into the next one, which is stress management. And Just sorry, before we jump ahead to stress, although it's a good segue, I just want to comment on your session. So wherever you train, yeah. um, be realistic. Like if you mm. do have a midweek something on or if you've got a – you know, don't just think, oh, I normally train on a Thursday morning, but I had a Wednesday night thing on. I'm just going to push through. Like plan your sessions. Like hopefully where you train, like at Pineapple, you do have the flexibility to move things around within your schedule. Mm. Like we like you to have consistency because that works. But, you know, just see if you can move things around to on it. Like getting more sleep in that scenario is going to be better than waking up and training. Like even our Christmas party is on a Friday night. We are cancelling all sessions the next morning because we want to we want to have adequate sleep as coaches mm. um, and not be stressing about it the night before. But also, you know, for our clients, we're just putting our money where our mouth is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just really think about, like, commit to your sessions. That is another way. Like, when you're thinking about maintaining your strength and your fitness, like, we're not going for PBs when you're, you know, burning the candle at both ends. Mm. But 
you do want to maintain so that when January comes around or February after the school school holidays, um, you're not like having to build back to where you were. You feel like, okay, cool, yeah, feeling a bit dusty, but let's just yeah. take off again from here. You've spent this whole year getting this strong. Do yeah. not let one month, three Which weeks. It, and it can. Like we, we're talking about the kind of we're being positive about this, but it can. Like you can mm-hmm. gain a lot of weight. You can lose a lot of fitness and a lot of strength over like that six-week period if yeah. you and, – and, if you don't just keep, it's almost like keep doing what you're doing. Like when you listen to what we've been speaking about now, maybe you're like, oh, there is a few things I could tidy up already. Maybe it's just maintaining and keeping what you're doing with a little bit of dose of sprinkle, a sprinkle, a magical Christmas sprinkle of wisdom. Yeah, exactly. And do not, yeah, do not fall off the wagon completely because it's so much harder getting back on track than just committing to even two, once two sessions per week, like t- you might think in your head, oh, I can only make one this week. The biggest difference is from zero to one. Yeah. Than from one to two. Yeah. Like come, come. <laughs> Absolutely. It doesn't matter if you only get to one session per week. It's just have some type of routine yeah. in your life because routine and mental health are also very linked. And that's nice, nice that's my segue yes. there. <laughs> Uh, yeah, if you have any tips, uh, I am, you know, a Christmas girly. I love Christmas and I love doing it all. She really, really does. <laughs> it doesn't mean that it's great for my stress levels always, but I do love it. So it actually gives back to me just as much as I give out. In saying that, I do know when I need to say no. And I do know when I'm feeling heightened and feeling like I just need an afternoon on the couch rather than going to an event. Um, and uh, like saying no is such like a... Just say no, yeah, protect your boundaries. Exactly. But it, it is hard. It is hard this time of year when you want to do it all. You want to be there for your friends and your colleagues and your kids and everything that happens this time of year. In saying that, you do need to have some awareness of what is actually going to serve you in the long run and what you're just saying yes to because you feel like you have to. Should, yeah. Should. Um, And like I said before, my midweek, I'm very protective of that and that is my way of maintaining mental health boundaries. I'm very protective of Monday to Friday, sorry, Sunday to Thursday, and then I do enjoy my weekends of this time of year socially. Yep. Back to routine though, I feel like if I lock in my sessions on a Sunday afternoon, I sit there, your half an hour that you spend on a Sunday afternoon is critical this time yep. of year. It's not going to happen unless you plan for it. And set the plan. Like plans can change. Yeah. That's fine. It's not like, oh, but but definitely have, I like to call it framework. Mm. I've got a framework and then my life sits on the framework mm. and the framework is movable mm. if it needs to be, but it's intentional. I think it's the intention rather than the... I'll just see what I'm feeling like or, you know, it, feelings can let us down. Yes, yeah. <laughs> feelings can make us not take action on our values because a lot of the times feelings can be a little bit tired this summer yeah. year and tired you is not going to choose to sign into a workout. So January you is not going to thank tired you. Yes. <laughs> so set your plan, set your routine and um, think about what's going to be the best thing for you mentally as well as physically this time of year. If that is a sleep in and a walk, go for it. Okay. Um, The other thing when it comes to stress management is there's a difference between how much we have on and the pressure we put on ourselves to be perfect in everything that we have on. Um, And I am really bad at that. You know, I love this time of year. I love everything to look perfect, be perfect. um, And, and, you know, I like 
doing my best. We all like doing our best, right? But if you have had a big year, um, we've had a lot go on personally and with the renovation and all that, I am feeling like coming to this time of the year, I just want to stop. I'm looking forward to a bit of a break and I'm not, you know, (laughs) Britt's going to post barbecue chicken and bread rolls for Christmas lunch. (laughs) Yeah, that's it. Um, so get, get some help, express your stress, express your concerns to people that can help you out. And just on that point, circling back to your worth and your loveliness does not depend Mm. on anything other than you being alive and, and, and existing. Yeah. So your worth and loveliness does not depend on what particular stress and spread Mm. you put for some Christmas party that you're hosting or like how you show up. You need to be like the best version of you and the most energetic version of you all the time. Like your mm. worth is not dependent on those things. It's it's hard. Like it's hard. I, I get it. Yeah. Because like I, I'm not immune to that at all. Like I, um, you know, want to have all, all the things. And yeah, so, but just just am repeating it a lot because I it's my mantra. Like my worth is not dependent on those. Things. Yeah. And like turn up to the parties that you have on and. Normally you get there and you do enjoy yourself, like you're just feeling a bit overwhelmed prior to it. But that doesn't mean it has to be a 12 um, o'clock night. That doesn't mean that you have to be the last on the D floor. You can. <laughs> do, do you know, though, on that, I am that person. I remember like, oh, I'm just feeling like I get there and I'm like, oh, game on. I then have to go, actually, remember what you were like here. You said I'm yeah. going to stay for two hours. Mm. So you stay for those two hours, you have a good time, and then I, like my thing is choosing then to go home because mm. – it's so easy because to get in the me, moment. Party me has endless energy. Yeah. But she dibs from like. <laughs> yes. And then the next morning me. you're like, oh, party me definitely took over. But that tired me still here and we need to, you know, recover from that. So, yeah, stress management is, it's difficult this time of year. Just be really aware of your, you know, boundaries is such a cliche word. But. but your, your, your boundaries and your, I guess we've been speaking about energy expenditure, yeah. like be really mindful um, of, you know, what you've got to give. Mm, yeah. And it's okay, I'm just saying this to myself, it's okay to give to yourself as much as you give to others this time of year. And that feels so hard because you're like, there's only so much I have in my give tank and I have to give it to everyone else because, you know, it's the season. So well, Yeah, but then your give tank will have no giving. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that is a bit on stress management. So recap on all the things. Yeah. Alcohol. Drink it. No. (laughs) (laughs) I did an awkwardly long pause there. So Britt jumped in. So recap is prioritize your um, nutrition. Make sure you're still getting your protein in, in like making sure that you, the alcohol that you choose to drink, the quantity and the quality is in line with what you're choosing. Mm -hmm. Um, Ample water, prioritise sleep, um, commit to your sessions, get some walks in, and just that mental health component. Like it's, yeah, so we've, we've touched on some of the things. I think I'm not going to expand on this other than just also, I guess, just honour and be aware that this time of year can be tricky mm. with family stuff or just different things. So it just might feel a bit like there's the heaviness next next to the fun as well. Yeah. So just... Um, I think awareness allows you to be present, it which does. allows you to make choices yes. rather than feel like this is happening to you or yeah. this is happening to me and I need to do this and I should do this. It's like mm. awareness. Yeah. Um, 
So, what are you most looking forward to over the silly season, the break? Oh, I just, I love, I love Christmas too. I love that time of year, like it's summer where we yeah. are, so you get lots of beach days. Um, both my girls have, you know, high school and school, Big school next year. So we actually are really stepping into holiday mode um, mm. over Chrissy this year, which I'm just really looking forward to, to yeah, just in, enjoying the new mature version of me, I feel like I've been maturing <laughs> these last 12 months and just really being present with my family and friends, um, yeah, over that time. Mm, yeah, it should be okay. good. Hopefully we get some beautiful weather, beach time, um, yeah, a few days off and, yeah, just enjoying this Do you this know what season. else I love? I love being in the business, the industry that we're in now and clients taking stock and mm. looking at how far they've come. Yeah. Um, and then them looking forward, and we don't advocate for like New Year's resolutions and stuff, but it is a time to take stock and, and move forward, which we will um, delve into that in future episodes too. But um, yeah, I just really, it just really lights me up and reminds me of my why, mm. knowing that we get to play a little part in that too. So I really do love that about this time of year because it just yeah. lends itself to that, that taking stock and then looking forward. Yeah, absolutely. There's been so many achievements in the gym this year and we're so proud of all of our members. So make sure you take the time to to just take stock of your year and, you know, even just doesn't have to be like, this year I achieved this. Just, just like what's one thing you're proud of? Yeah. What's one thing? Scan the year and yeah. one thing you overcome, one thing you're really proud of and go from there. So it's uh, time for us to wrap it up, but we have a shout-out this week um, for uh, Estebar, which yes. is a long-time favourite of Brits and mine. It is a cafe located at uh, Newcastle Beach. Um, it is run by the beautiful Beck and her team. Mm. They also stock Kavas there too, so, you know, you can get your fix there. Um but, yeah, it is just like beautiful food done simply but incredibly well. And I can just go in there and order anything off the menu and know that it's in line with all of my values. Yep. It's locally sourced. It's lovingly prepared. It's whole foods. It's And they've got, you know, lots of things to choose from. They've got things that fall in the 20% and lots of things yeah. that fall in the 80%. But just the team um, that Beck has built there, their staff are beautiful. You get to look over Newcastle Beach. That's what I was going to say, let alone the view itself is just incredible. Great coffee, yummy gelato. Um, the uh, brindle pickle scrambled eggs, just saying, is the absolute best thing yeah. ever. Yeah. So enjoy that this summer as yes. well. Go yes. there. Have oh, some- yeah. Their gelato is incredible. Yeah. It's got like, I don't know, two or three ingredients. Mm. It is so deliciously tasty. So go to the beach, go for a swim, head on over to Estebar and grab a delicious ice cream. That wraps up this episode. Hope you've enjoyed it and got something from it. Please let us know. Um, if you did, send us a DM on Instagram or Facebook. We'd love to hear from you. And we will chat to you in a couple of weeks. Bye. Bye.